Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Freedom Show. Uh, and of course, we have Darren Ball, our producer here. And later in the show, Darren's going to be sharing one of your wonderful comments or questions. They really are fantastic talking points you're bringing up to us, and they're coming in every week. And we really, really do appreciate them and your very nice comments that you make. And we're now embarking on a new venture. Last couple of shows, we've had Mark Bennett, we've had Lisa Rosser giving their insights into the nine freedoms. These are all people, and there are going to be many more coming along your way, really good people who devote their lives, live their lives by these teachings and believe them to be the greatest or among the greatest teachings they know. And they are really core, key to the lives that the people who are talking about it live. So it's not just people who've read a book or people giving a bit of theory. This is what they are experiencing from studying and following these teachings. And today, our guest is from Toronto, Canada. He's been on the show before. It's great to have him back. It's Gino Scialdoni. I don't, did I pronounce that right, Darren? I think you got it. I think you're oh, right. Oh, good. Okay. He's a good friend of ours. Gino's a financial planner, a triathlete who discovered the Ethereum Society in a martial arts dojo. He devotes his time for the society to promotion and teaching the spiritual development practice available in the book, which I was honored to co-author with Dr. George King, Realize Your Inner Potential. It's a fantastic book. I can say that because it's Dr. King's book. I was just co honored to co-author it with him. These are practices that I think uh, people through the ages could have really needed and used, especially more advancing people. Some of the geniuses of history, I think, would have been far more balanced and able to control their lives, because we know many of them had difficulties in their lives, as well as doing great things uh, for the world, uh, had they had that book, Realize Your Inner Potential. And it's a real something that really does work. There's over 40 practices in it. And Gino spent a lot of his time promoting this and teaching this. But today, he's going to be talking about an extract from the third freedom, Service. There are many ways, indeed, to serve. By your service, you can help to heal those who are sick, and you should. By your service, you can help to give encouragement and strength to those who are depressed and weak, and you should do this. By your service, you can throw 
a dazzling beam of scintillating white vibrant energy into the darkness of a suffering world and raise it It is, by God, it is the jewel in the rock of attainment. It is the great practice in these days. Fascinating words from Mars Sector 6 about service, uh, karma yoga, if you will. And I, I wanted to share a few stories uh, that have happened to me and observations that I've made, uh, namely that I think service really is contagious, similar to a room full of laughing people and you walking in maybe in a, a you know negative state and you can't help it be cheered up at least, at the very least, if not start laughing for absolutely no reason. It's It has its ripple effect. One of the stories uh, that I wanted to share with you is that a good friend of ours, every Christmas, volunteers to hand out gifts. And we started doing this uh, just as a, an afternoon, maybe, to help out and deliver gifts that have been donated from generous people. And so what I'm trying to say is that other people were inspired to join us. And this is really the magic in the selfless service. A more serious story is uh, when we were coming back from a pilgrimage to Mount Adams, and one of the parties had a fairly serious knee injury. I stayed back. I had both packs on, which I gladly did, and was assisting this person. We weren't getting very far down the mountain. Another member who was very fit actually ran down the mountain, dropped his pack, ran all the way back up to where we were, uh, realized how serious the situation was. It was getting very late in the afternoon and carried this person down with the underneath, down the mountain, uh, expertly, I might say. I was carrying the backpacks of both of those and I couldn't keep up with them. <laughs> you know, I, and my morale at that point was very low and we were tired and, uh, you know, I, I just seeing this, act of service, a selfless act of service from another member, you know, and you don't train for something like this. You don't look for people in distress on the tops of mountains, of course, and they just, it was a call of action and, and it inspired me. It kept me going. I tried my best to keep up and we got down there safely. So, you know, that's a, a living example that I've gone through and uh, something that I could see for myself. A lot of times we send out prayer energy. And we don't know where this is going in the world. Um, unfortunately, we won't know. But the act of doing it helps people around you. If, if you're in a group, it helps motivate. And the higher you bring your game, they will be inspired to raise their game as well. And we've noticed that too. When I mentioned that it's, it's, it has its very contagious and ripple effect, it brings me to a story perhaps you've heard of the three laughing Buddhist monks. If you haven't, by all means, you know, go online and you know, read the whole story or see a video of somebody reading it. Uh, it's, a, it's a very pleasant story. It always brings a chuckle uh, when I hear it. Um, 
But uh, the three monks went from village to village, and all they did was they stood in the village square, and the three of them just started laughing hysterically. <laughs> and it wasn't long before, for no reason. They just, that was their act of giving back. You know, we're going to cheer up this town. It wasn't long before the crowd started forming around them. Crowd started, you know, wondering what was going on, started laughing themselves. It wasn't very long till everybody's spirits were just lifted. And they did this from village to village. They went around and they were highly revered, highly respected uh, throughout China. And I get this thought that could you imagine when the day comes when humanity recognizes selfless service for what it is and takes it into their hearts and minds and changes when we have say in the middle of city hall or, or some central city where we're all gathered and start giving spiritual healing or a prayer session and it becomes contagious um, it starts to spread it starts to impress people's minds and hearts to want to participate as well it's a great thing to give healing to give service to an individual but it's far more potent if we were to send out healing and inspiration love out to the world en masse and that's exactly what the ethereum society does feel free to join us in our events and our services that we hold and prove it to yourself and see and feel what's going on there. You may not see the results. You probably never know the results in this lifetime, but knowing from the small acts that you've done that this greater act really is making a difference. Thank you. Gino Cialdoni, fantastic. I love that idea, the ripple effect, and it's so true. I would just add, by the way, that there is a, a therapy now called laughter therapy. Uh, which apparently has had some very good results. So it's interesting about those three monks. Um, and also interesting about Mount Adams. That's, by the way, for those not familiar, we, there are certain holy mountains in the world that pilgrims go to to send out love, energy, as per the second freedom, uh, to send out prayer, to send out healing. Mount Adams is one of them in, in America. Uh, are here, in, in, actually, in, in the UK, up in Ben Hope, Scotland, in the north of Scotland, I remember a very similar case where uh, a pilgrim carried uh, an injured pilgrim down the road. I mean, don't get me wrong, we're very, very careful. We advise real care and caution in climbing difficult mountains, and people should always follow that. But sometimes you need help, and there is this ripple effect. It's very, very true, don't you think, Darren? Not least because, I mean, yeah, service is own reward, but there is this genuine sense of fulfillment that you feel when you make a positive difference in life for someone else. And just when that, you know, the more you feel that, the more you kind of want want to serve others as well, yeah. even even above, you know, what it's really about. And I, I agree. I, I think it's a lovely vision he left us with. I think this kind of contagion of enthusiasm for helping others yes. is, a, is a wonderful thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And that brings us to one of the certainly my favourite moments, is which is when we get your question, your comment, which we really do appreciate. So, Darren, what have you got for us this week? Yeah, sure. So just before I do that, just say that if you're tuning in for the first time, you can definitely find out more about the Nine Freedoms, about Mars Sector 6, Dr. George King, even about the uh, the, the Holy Mountains that uh, the Rich has spoken about there by visiting our website, and that's ethereus.org, A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S.org. So question today, I've um, came really out of a conversation that, I, that I've had with uh, someone in the past, and they asked as follows. I've been following the Ethereus study for some time. 
as well as another path. And I'm struggling to decide whether the Ethereum side is really my ship. Mm. How can I know whether this is what I was meant to do? What if there's some other way that I was meant to have an impact, even a global one? You know, it's really simple. Uh, I've been asked this before, hence I'm coming in quite quickly with an answer. It's <laughs> simply a question of looking to see wh through which path you can do the greatest good for the world. Not which path suits your temperament, as some people would say out there, and some people used to say, pick the yoga path that's most suited to you and so on. No, it's which path. And there are great examples in history of people who've done this, such as Albert Schweitzer, for example, who was, was a great uh, musician, a great theologian, but he knew he could do more through helping lepers. So he became trained in medicine, and that's exactly what he did. And he said... Words to this effect, actually, there's a quote uh, in uh, in Realize Your Inner Potential, I think, from him about the fact that only people who found their way to serve were the ones who will be truly happy. And that means a happy at a deep level, at a spiritual level, at our innermost being. So that's the thing to go for. You're following two paths. Look and see which of those two you believe or you know, or you feel, or you've experienced, can do the greatest good in the world, not necessarily the one you like the most, might be the one you like the most. It certainly will become the one you like the most, by the way, because it's the right one, and follow that. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think well, you know, one thing that people um, probably find difficult is to see the implications of of the work we're doing i think that that can often make it difficult to evaluate you know which mm. is, which is the right path absolutely and i've heard it you know from politicians for example who say they might get involved in politics if they if it's in an area that is of particular interest to them which might be health might be um, transport or whatever it might be no no it's not it's not about that it unless that's the area where you can help the most uh you know you become interested through the motivation of service. And this applies all the way through the line. It doesn't mean to say you're going to have the most prominent role. You might do, you might not. That doesn't matter. What matters is, are you part of the biggest team? And of course, you know, I wouldn't be here, Darren wouldn't be here if we didn't believe that the Ethereum Society is having the greatest impact on the world as a whole. Uh, and that's why we're in it. Uh, we love it as well, and we find the teachings to be the greatest teachings we've come across. And on that note, we heard today from Mars Sector 6 speaking through Dr. George King, and let's remember, in deep somatic trance, as he delivered the motto of this particular show that you're now listening to, and that motto is, service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. Attainment.